This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1896, Google Public Speaking Trainer on Three Steps to Overcome Perfectionism. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 200 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection with your American host, Lindsay McMahon and today's featured guest coming to you from Denver, Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. In today's episode, you'll meet Don Colliver, a former clown, a former blue man performing artist who now trains Fortune 500 professionals on public speaking. Don will show you the three-step framework that you can follow when you make a mistake at work so that you don't lose your momentum and potential for connection with your audience. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Don. Welcome to All Ears English. How's it going today? Good. Thank you so much, Lindsay. It is great to be here on All Ears. Great. Glad to have you here. So guys, for our listeners today, we have an exciting guest, Don Colliver. And Don used to be a professional clown in a former life earlier in his career. Very interesting. I want to ask you a little bit about that. Don has also worked in Blue Man Group as a blue man. If you guys don't know about this performance, I personally saw Blue Man in Boston. It's a very exciting kind of performing arts exhibit. Is that what you would call that, Don? What would you call sure. Blue Man? It's, that it's, works. Is it a performing play? Performing arts exhibit. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere between an exhibit and a play, a performance. It's really interesting. You are also a professional speaker. You teach public speaking at Google, as well as for other Fortune 500 companies like Adobe, Cisco, and others. So Don, I want to dive right into the key topic because I know this is going to be so useful for our listeners today. It's perfectionism, right? And I know you've done a lot of work around coaching, you know, Fortune 500 professionals and other people in the world on how to not get stuck in it, not get paralyzed. Why are you interested in perfectionism? Sure. Uh, well, I mean, perfectionism has a ton to do with clowning, but actually, I'd rather talk about a more personal story really quickly. Please do. Um, 
my mom, she actually passed away three years ago. And I, of course, had to speak at her memorial. This yes. I'm in California and this was back in Michigan. And so I, as a professional speaker, I was like, I have to take this seriously. I have to do yeah. a great speech. So I crafted some some memories and things. And, and of course, it was very emotional. And as I was rehearsing it, it was clear I was going to tear up and choke up and, and have emotions as I was speaking. But I also knew as a professional, I probably could, if I tried, I could compartmentalize and then mm -hmm. be a flawless, perfect speaker. Right. And I talked to a professional speaker friend of mine, and I was like, I'm not sure what I should do in this situation. And he was like, listen, you need to be your authentic self 100% because mm. that is going to be the most important thing for this presentation. And I did, and I choked up. And but it was I have to say it was pretty beautiful. And uh -huh. many people came up after the memorial presentation and thanked me for my thoughts. And and actually, they thanked me because my authenticity, my vulnerability allowed mm -hmm. them to connect with their authenticity and vulnerability. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And we're going to talk a little bit about how this kind of manifests at work. But I'm glad that you started with the personal example, Don, a funeral. Uh, it also reminds me of my wedding just this past summer where my dad gave a speech that just people loved it because it was so authentic. It was so he was so himself. You know, he was kind of stumbling over his papers a little bit, but it was still a meaningful speech. It's these moments that make our lives, that help the people in front of us reflect on what really matters, right? And so I love it. It's so good. And so that's the reason why you are you're in this world of helping people overcome this state of perfectionism, right, Don? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And just on a soapbox really quickly, I think there was a time for rhetoric, meaning yeah. very polished turns of phrase and flawless speaking back in the days of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. I think those days are past. I think we want to see a real human up there. I think you're probably right. Yeah, it's something about, you know, media. There's so much media out there and we can tell when someone is just not being themselves. It doesn't speak to us in the same way, right? Yeah. yeah. So good. I think, yeah. Yeah, it's so true. So through your work, Don, you've put together a framework on what we should do if we feel stuck in that cycle or that paralysis of perfectionism. So can you tell us what this acronym is and then go through for us the three steps, the three things that we should do, maybe, for example, for our listeners, if they make a mistake with their English at work? It's the one thing we're always dreading and we don't quite know what to do when it happens, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I deal with this an awful lot in my public speaking courses at Google because there's lots of folks that are not from around here. Mm -hmm. And uh, my uh, framework is ATM, acknowledge the mistake, take responsibility and move forward. And I'll break those out really quickly. But first of all, I want to say for if you're having grammar stumbles or uh, struggling with understanding idioms, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, almost, I would say 100% of the time in my class, it matters way more to the person speaking yeah. <laughs> than it does to the listener. So, yes. but it's easy for me to say, easy yeah. for me to say. So, this episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? 
Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. In terms of the ATM framework, first acknowledge. If you have a stumble, simply taking acknowledging, well, I had a little stumble there. Mm-hmm. That way the audience knows you know, and they aren't worried like, does that person know that they made a mistake? Right. That way right, that right, right. clears that air because yeah. sometimes if someone spills the cup, spills the coffee or something and they never acknowledge it, mm-hmm. I know me in the audience is like, did they know they just spilled their coffee? <laughs> and then all I can think of is the spilled coffee. Right. There's uh, an awkwardness, right? And so everyone's yeah, stuck yeah, yeah. on that. So we want to be able to move past it by acknowledging first. I like it. Exactly. Now, can I just interject with a quick question? Do you think that in the language context, there would be times when we could actually skip this step? Maybe we'll look at the whole framework, Don. I'm thinking, for example, if we do make a grammar mistake, as opposed to maybe missing a detail in a listening context, right? Maybe with that grammar mistake, we could potentially skip the step of acknowledging if it doesn't make sense with the flow. What do you think? I think you're right. I think if if you've already acknowledged you're in a learning process, you mm-hmm. don't have to keep acknowledging yeah. it. We get it. Yeah. You know, it's fine. And at that point, it's starting to get the acknowledgement is getting the way in the way of your message. Exactly. I love it. Okay, perfect. So decide whether or not you want to do this first step, guys, to acknowledge. And where do we go next on? Uh, then take responsibility. And this Clearly, in this context, you'll obviously be taking responsibility, but it also counts towards technical baubles, technical hiccups. Mm -hmm. Say if the technician didn't hook up the PowerPoint correctly or something. Mm -hmm. Simply taking responsibility briefly, I don't mean, mean making a big deal about it kind of shows that you are in control of this situation. Mm. Uh, It's you're not like, oh, my God, I don't know what's happening. It's like, sorry, my bad. I'm going to keep moving. Okay. what are your thoughts on a place for a joke in this in this like a self-deprecating joke something fun poking fun at yourself what do you what do you think about that would this be the place for that uh i think that's great if you can do that confidently um but i think the super high level would be once you've done this once you've had the bobble you've moved along in your presentation if you find a moment in the presentation where you can use that mistake as an illustration like say Mm. for example you're talking about reducing budgets and you had spilled your coffee before and you're like, (laughs) we need to reduce this budget. Just like my coffee cup was reduced when I spilled it a few minutes ago. That's the ultimate level of being able to take your mistake, own it and actually use it to help your message. Right. Because that has it applied to something else, a larger message, and it's more powerful in that way. You're using it as kind of material for that next step. I love it. Okay, perfect. So what would be the next step then in the framework, Don? The last one in the ATM framework is move forward. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure we've all seen this when someone gets stuck on an error and they keep apologizing or uh. something. Truly, a uh, skillful speaker can just boop, I did that, that happened, move forward, continue on with your next point. The audience is going to forget about it much quicker than you will forget about it. So just trust they're letting it go. I love it. So just to review the framework again for our listeners, acknowledge the mistake, take responsibility, and then move on. It's so simple, but I think good frameworks, honestly, Don, are simple because we can implement them. We can remember what to do and and take action right away in that context, right? 
Right on. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have, I'm curious as we finish up here and I want to learn where we can find you online to learn more from you. Do you have anything that you've learned over your years as a performing artist, as a blue man, as a clown, now as a professional speaker, kind of about people that we need to know that would help us kind of be more effective in the world? Is there anything that you've learned that you could think of? Oh gosh. I don't think there's anything that can't be solved with regular low stakes supportive practice. Yeah. Uh, for all of your listeners, if there's Toastmasters around, mm -hmm. some kind of a situation where you are just regularly put in a situation where you just speak, nobody really cares if you're doing a great job, but you have to get up and speak. Yeah. That's going to make you better. Not these super high pressure every three month presentations. Right. That's a really good point because as a performing artist, as a clown, as a professional speaker, you've put that into action every single day you're out there, right? So it's like you're repeating, repeating, repeating. It's not that one moment in your life. Once every five years, you have to do this all the time to have that confidence when it really matters. Is that what you mean? Well, that's exactly, I, honestly, I was speaking at trade shows, but I would only go speak at trade shows every two, three months. And I was like, yeah. I need to keep practicing. So uh -huh. I joined Toastmasters you did? Okay. in mm -hmm. LA just so I could weekly have a place, get up and talk in front of a group. So good. So good. I really recommend Toastmasters to our listeners and to anyone. I've tried it a few times. I'd like to go back again. I think we can all get better at public speaking and just kind of that presentation. Right. I love it. So good. All right, Don, this has been great. Can you tell us where we can find you online? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I have two things uh, for your listeners here. Uh, first of all, I have a free exercise to help you practice your engagement with your audience. It's really easy to drill the, your bullet points, right? But how connected are you to your audience while you're saying those? So if you mm -hmm. want that exercise, you can go to doncolliver.com forward slash engage. That's okay. doncolliver.com forward slash engage. Don, could you spell your last that. name for it? Could you spell that URL for us just to make sure we get it? Yes. Sure. It's uh, D-O-N-C-O-L-L-I-V is in Victor, E-R.com forward slash engage, E-N-G-A-G-E. Love it. And do you also have a new book out now? I think you just, you mentioned you have something new that you've been working on. Yeah, I sure do. I just released my book, Wink, Transforming Public Speaking with Clown Presence, and you cool. can find that on Amazon. Oh, very cool. We'll have to have you on another day to talk a little bit more about clown presence. So good. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Don. It's been great chatting with you and hope to have you on again soon. Thanks so much, Lindsay. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.